Wild Feather Podcast. I'm Brooke Dunwell, serial entrepreneur, sponge for life, and lover of people. Join me as we uncover the stories of courageous female entrepreneurs, founders, and investors pushing beyond limitless boundaries. Let's explore their creative journeys and pursuits to greatness. Sonia's life has been a series of adventures and misadventures, I guess you could say. On one of her adventures is when she discovered her love for writing. Sonia is a multi-award-winning author and an award-winning publisher. She is a creative writer, book writing coach, self-publishing guru, and founder of the Women's Thriller Writers Association. Let's have a listen. Thank you, Sonia, for joining us today. We are so excited to have you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So you have such a unique um, business and a unique story, and I'm so excited because uh, I think it's going to, I'm excited for you to tell your story because I think there are a lot of people out there that will want to connect with you and say, yeah, I've been wanting to do that for a long time. So um, Sonia has a women's thriller writers business. And then she also has plot duckies, but I'm going to let you, her tell you all about it. So tell us how you started as an entrepreneur, what made you become an entrepreneur and how everything all fell into place. So I started, well, um, I rented space at a local co-working facility called Fat Pipe. And my only goal was to write, rewrite my first novel, um, which is Toy of the Gods. And I only wanted to be a writer. wasn't interested in doing anything else. But just being there, surrounded by entrepreneurs and inventors. And I, uh, there's an event there called One Million Cups where entrepreneurs share their journey. And I just got inspired by, you know, these people who were solving problems and then I went to this conference for writers and it was awful, like terrible conference. Uh, you know, it made me wonder why are we creatives meeting like lawyers, you know, sitting down in chairs all day and listening to people lecture. And so I came home from that event and decided that I wanted to create events for writers that was way more interesting and creative and fun. And so that's what was where the purpose of the conference. Uh, the conference was, is it's a thriller conference. So it's, it was all about writing and um, yeah, but there wasn't any workshops, right? It was all lecture. Mm. So it was really no boring. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. a thriller. That's kind of um, an oxymoron, right? It was a thriller oh, yeah, conference right? with no thrill whatsoever. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So I came home and started plot duckies and started creating events for writers and um plot duckies has since pivoted to become a publisher and my events are now under the women's thriller writers association which is my second business that i started okay so tell us what women's thriller uh, writers, writers association yeah <laughs> i did, I, i'm like i'm missing a word there no um, worries Tell, tell us what that's all about and what's so your during, goal there. Well, and during the pandemic, I was going to a lot of online conferences and talking to women about writing and events and getting their stories out there because 
yeah, I've had problems publishing. When I first tried to publish my novel, par- pardon me, a man's, uh, you know, a man agent said to me, well, several men agents said to me, sorry, I won't take an adventure with a main female character. And I got so disheartened from hearing that. And if you if you want to talk about in your last podcast, you had a conversation with Christy about men, the shit men say to women. And if you write that book, I think it's it should be the shit men say to women and what we should say in response. Because Christy was the same. Like she said, when men asked her stupid questions, she would be shocked like she wouldn't know what to say. You know, and I didn't know what to say to these agents. I think I, I should have probably fought back and said, but you should take this because um, because I had publishing companies that would have been interested in taking it if it was a YA. I had readers excited to buy the book, even though it wasn't published yet. So I feel like I should have fought back, but I didn't because these agents are gatekeepers and they're supposed to know what they're doing. And um, so I started this business to create a community of writers who want to write strong female characters in story. And, and, and these conversations, I have had a lot of conversations with women who have been disappointed through agents or publishing houses or, you know, and just aren't sure if they want to publish. And so I help them write and I help them get published. Now, what's the process of publishing? Like, okay, so you write a book, then what? Or do you go to the publisher first with your idea and like a blip of your writing? How does all work? So uh, that all depends on nonfiction versus fiction. I, I specialize in fiction. So specifically fiction, you really need a finished piece to submit to an agent. Publishers, you usually can't go direct to a publisher. You have to go through an agent um, right. So they're the gatekeepers uh, to get through to a publishing house. Um, but you have to have something completed. Um, I actually, I went through a small publisher. So they, and I, I should say I went through a small publisher because I needed someone to tell me that this book was good enough to publish. Right. Cause I didn't know on my own. And, um, but but I ended up taking my book back from them and self-publishing. So I'm a big proponent uh-huh. of self-publishing, yeah. um, which is a lot of work. But if you're comfortable with computers and you're comfortable marketing, um, I highly suggest self-publishing. But either way, you need, you need a finished product because an agent or a publisher needs to know that you can write the ending of your story um, and that that ending is, is going to be something that's satisfying to the reader. So yeah, finished product. Finished product. Okay. Now, what did you do prior to the Women's Thriller Association? Um, what was I doing? Yeah. I, I know you wrote the book, but did you, have you always been a writer? Pretty much. Um, when I was, when I was, let's see, I'm trying to think. When I was like 13, I wrote like a 150 page novel or something. And so I always loved writing. Um, I got out of writing. I was in a tumultuous relationship in my twenties where he didn't want me to do anything, but sit on the couch and hold his hand. And so for a year, (laughs) for a year, oh my God, for a year, I can't believe I did that for a whole year. I sat on the couch and held his hand while we watched TV. 
Um, and I finally got out of that relationship and it took me a couple of years to get back into writing. Um, but I did it and I'm more creative now than I was before. So I'm, I'm glad of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have always been a writer, but be, but you know, my parents were like, you want to be a writer? Well, you should probably get a real job and be a writer. So I actually worked, I worked at a local university here for many years as a, as a instructional designer. I worked, you know, uh, a couple different businesses as, um, as a trainer. So, so my background is in education, which I think helps a lot when I'm facilitating programs and stuff with, because you have to break things down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I enjoy training. So I think that's a good segue into what I've been doing. Yeah. Okay. So then the writer, the association is for anyone that wants to write fiction. Correct. Books. Correct. And how does it work? Do you all meet? Is there like a meeting a year? Do you meet weekly, bi-week, monthly? How do you, how does that work? So we have, okay. So they, it's a um, monthly membership dues or they can pay by the year and what they get is we have two meetings a week where they can jump in. They don't have to be there, but I'll do two Zooms a week where people can drop in. Um, like today we have one at 11 a.m. And we'll, a lot of times it's just figuring out what people need. We'll have a long conversation about where everyone is in their writing process. And we might do some sprint writing to get people in the, you know, in the writing mood and, so get some actual writing done and then conversations mm-hmm. and questions and answers. And, um, but then they also get discounts on the events that happen like the short story a thon, um, mm-hmm. which we do those, uh, four times a year. And they also get access to f- some free books. Like, um, I have a book on how to write a novel. And then I also have a self publishing workbook that they can get access to. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. And are these people all over the country in the U.S. or are they all over the world? So my largest number of people are from New Mexico because that's where I live and that's where I kind of started my community. I have several people on the East Coast. Somehow, I don't know quite how I spread out to the East Coast and the West Coast, but no one in the middle. (laughs) Albuquerque, (laughs) East Coast, West Coast. Um, But that's, yeah, that's what I've got right now. How did you get the word out? I think, oh, oh, I know. Um, I've been going to events. So I went okay. to um, an event someone was holding for free about how to do PR. And that person ended up joining my organization after we had some really great conversations. And I was finding out how she wanted to write and publish. And I was like, oh, my God, let's let's do this. And. So uh, she lives on the East Coast. So that's how that that group started. And the uh, West Coast, I think a couple of people joined, found my short story-a-thon through Eventbrite. And then that's uh-huh. how they found out about the association. And so they joined. And so, yeah, so little by little, I've been getting word out. Yeah, that's cool. It sounds like they're coming from all different avenues. Yeah. Now, the short story-a-thon, you have those four times a year. Is that a remote is it all day, weekend? Remind me about the setup it, of that. 
it is remote. And actually, that was the one good thing about the pandemic is it forced me to put it online because before I had it just in person. And it works great. It's Friday night. We all meet virtually and talk about short stories and what that looks like. Um, And then Saturday, we spend all morning writing. um, And then later in the day, we review each other's work. And then we're back to editing. And then we have a professional editor edit the first three pages of our stories. Then Sunday morning, we start over, you know, we, we re-read it, re-edit, and then we publish to Amazon. Um, we also, somewhere during that time frame, we create our own covers or we hire a cover artist. And then at the end of Sunday, we either publish, well, normally we publish to Kindle, pardon me, um, yeah, to, to Amazon Kindle. This this is the first time a few of us published to, to Kindle Via, which is a new platform where you you uh, publish an episode or a chapter at a time. And so a few of us did that. Oh, I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's a totally new platform built by Amazon. And so far, it's interesting, like, um, you can read the first three chapters or episodes of someone's writing or story for free, and then you have to use toka- tokens to read additional stories. So, mm. um, like, I published the first three chapters of my memoir, um, and then, so next week, I'll publish the fourth chapter and so on. Hmm. That's one way to get yourself to finish a book right right because right? i don't have time to finish it all like i right. didn't have time that weekend to finish all a whole book but um right. this will give me a chance to to work on each each chapter week developing chapter. it yeah that's great yeah did you self-publish through amazon i have a girlfriend who published her book through amazon yes she had a pretty I, good experience yeah uh not only amazon well uh so i'm published through Amazon, but I'm also published through what's called draft Two digital. And uh-huh. they publish things out to all of the ebook platforms like Apple uh-huh. and Nook. Um, and then I'm also published in Ingram Spark, which is if you want libraries or bookstore libraries or bookstores to buy your book, you have to be an Ingram Spark and that's a print version of it. Oh. Yeah. All right. Okay. So anyone can join the Writers Association. Absolutely. If they yeah. want to write fiction or does it matter? We're, we're mainly focused on fiction, fiction. although we, we do have a couple yeah. of people who are working on nonfiction, but they're thinking about writing fiction now. So okay. it's, it's pretty much if you're looking for a community of writers... And maybe sometimes you want to commiserate about the fact that men can sometimes say stupid things. Like <laughs> I had a writer the other week who went to that same conference this year and her novel is about a woman um, sniper. And the agent told her a woman sniper can't use the sniper rifle. And I'm sorry, number one, a woman can do anything a man could do. And right. Right. And probably better. She's got, right? There are women snipers in the Israeli army because they are more accurate, right? Right. And she knows all this. She has all the research. And she 
you know, because it's something crazy she didn't expect someone to say to her, she was in shock. And I was like, tell me where that agent is. I'm going to go talk to him right now. Um, <laughs> right? But if you want to commiserate about stuff like that and you want to write strong female characters, then come check us and out. That's <laughs> yeah. Okay, so tell us about Plot Duckies. So Plot Duckies is now a publishing company and we publish stories with strong female characters. So we we're focused on fiction and so we just published and of course it's not on our website but um not yet. <clears throat> we just published an epic sci-fi from Ronan Romero called Revelations. And it's got a main female character and also a character who is uh well LGBTQ uh characters so, and that's hard too to find a good sci-fi with a mix of good characters. And so, I was really proud that we published this one. Um, but yeah, that's our latest. And we've got a children's book. Um, our first two books actually were award winners, both of them children's books. Really, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Congrats. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? This is crazy. That's super cool. How do you become a, an award winner? Well, um, they submitted their stories to different con um, contests, ah. and one of them are young, not young adults, uh, middle grade, middle grade book called Meg Goes to America, yeah, um, won the gold award for, oh man, I can't remember, she's won like three awards now, gold medal winner um, from... Ah, I forget his name. It doesn't say it on the award, um, but it was through the Albuquerque Museum. And ah. it was, um, but she's got also got a national award. Um, and then we have a children's book. She submitted her hers to the, <laughs> I have to look, the New Mexico Press Women's uh, Communications Contest. And then she won, um, the New Mexico Award for children's books. And that one's a bilingual children's book called Gramitas Tortillas. So, um, it's fantastic. Yeah. Right. It's been exciting. That's fantastic. Yeah. So what kind of obstacles have you faced along the way in starting this? When did you start? Did you start during COVID or during COVID? Started. So, uh, the Women's Thriller Writers Association, I started during COVID. Okay. Uh, um, I think just, you know, I'm used to getting out and being at conferences physically and talking to people. And I think just people getting to know me, they realize that, you know, if they need my help, they jump right in. They, they get, we get connected, they get started. And, you know, one of the things that I'm doing. So I think just virtually, you know, you have a harder time connecting with people. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I have, like, when I've had a, you know, opportunity to talk to people, have some great conversations and I learn a lot and, um, but yeah, most of these, these zoom things are webinars. So you can't really talk to people or connect or, uh, interact. So I think that's mm -hmm. been hard. Okay. Have you done, I'm just curious, have you done any advertising? Or has everything come through like Eventbrite and word of mouth and attending conferences? I try, I'm going to try some Facebook ads, but I did try um, a Google ad 
a really cheap Google ad and I had someone join who never responded really? to my emails. That's great. Um, right. Which is okay. <laughs> She's paying me money. And then after six months, she, she, she quit. She ended the membership. <clears throat> so I would have really loved to have talked to her and found out number one, why did she join? Was there something I could have done to keep her on board? And she never joined our zoom meetings, nothing, but she paid me for six months. So that's interesting. Huh. Um, so I might try the Google ads again to see if I can get some new people from, you know, from areas mm -hmm. of the country I don't have right now. Yeah. Interesting. Right. <clears throat> I wonder, I was just saying, are you on LinkedIn? I am on LinkedIn. Hmm. Uh, Cause I don't know, but they offer like webinars or classes or whatnot on the there. So that might be an option for you to huh. post like, how to write a sci-fi book or something, right? And right. then you could do like a quick webinar to tell people what it's all about and then have them sign up or something. I don't know. That's an interesting just idea. So I many check that out. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, unless you're going to pay for advertisement, but you can set your costs, but I don't know if it costs just to post like a webinar class or course, or I, I don't know. I've got to check into it myself, but um I know that they have tons of different classes and courses that people are offering on there. So huh. um, that might be an option for you. You know, Yeah, I will check that out. Uh, yeah. Because not that a bunch of, I mean, it's usually business related, but I feel like there's so many brilliant minds out there that want to do it on the side or you know, it's a passion project for them or whatnot, right. right? Right. So what do you want your legacy to be? <laughs> huh. I want, I guess it's a couple. I want people to be able to read my stories and just enjoy them, right? To be mm -hmm. transported into a world and, and have an adventure. Mm -hmm. And I want to be known as, you know, no, I don't care about being known. I guess I want, I want to make sure that authors that are out there who want to publish get the chance to publish, um, right? And that they're not discouraged from publishing. And I, I want, I want to see those authors get published. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think that there is a quality, do you have a quality threshold that you have to meet to publish or how does that work? I mean, how? Yes. Well, and here's the thing too. It, writing is a process. It's a lot to, writing to <laughs> me is a lot like being an entrepreneur, right? You can't just uh -huh. start your business in a basement and then throw it out there and expect it to be good. You gotta, you gotta start with something, right. And it's probably going to be crap and then you have to work on it and make it better. Um, so I think anyone could be a good writer and those people who are willing to work at it will be great writers. Um, quality, like if someone were to send me a novel that has great characters and great story, but needs work. I'm going to go back to them and say, 
here's my suggestion, you know, maybe get it into a review group. Cause to, to, to be honest, being in a review group, getting instant feedback on your story and hearing what needs to be fixed is, is the mm-hmm. most, is the best way I've learned how to become a better writer. And so, you know, it's just like getting feedback on your, on your business and deciding how to pivot. You know, you got to figure out what's working and what's not working. So quality, pardon me. I do have a quality threshold and I'm very particular because I know one thing, the publisher I initially went with never read my book. Um, because people, when I first, when it first got published, people told me there's a whole sentence in here that's not finished. And I'm like, what? Oh my God. And you know, right. So I read people's whole novels who, who submit to me to be considered. Um, and I go back to them and say, you have to make these changes. Um, and if they're not willing, I think that's another thing too. You have to be willing to make the changes and to work with an editor in order to get published. You have to be willing to be open to the fact that your baby is not perfect. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that that is very, um, I'm rephrase that. I'm certain that people get very attached to their writing because it's very near and dear. I mean, it's their thoughts, right? It comes from right. within. Well, and I could say yeah, that for the first couple of years going through a review group, I took, I had a hard time because it's like, you want to say, oh, but I wrote it that way because, but you know, <laughs> as soon as you learn to just be more of a sponge and just listen and, and bring it all in, you learn that that's, you know, these people are there to help you and make you a better writer. And you know, I don't take it uh, personally anymore. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I guess it's no different than going to a pitch event when you're an entrepreneur or investors and then, I mean, people love giving advice and they all have opinions, right? Oh, and yeah. them giving you your opinions and you're not getting defensive about it, you know, because you're like, but I built this and this is, it's mine, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So what advice would you give from an entrepreneur perspective? What advice would you give to other entrepreneurs starting out? I mean, cause you're fairly new into the business, but you've had success, right? And kudos right. to you for starting something during <laughs> COVID. <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's awesome. During the pandemic. But I guess if, it, if there's any great time to start writing, it would be during that time for sure. Right. Oh, my God. That's a whole nother story right there. But uh, <laughs> my 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 advice to entrepreneurs is to find your community because yeah. and I mean both communities like number one, the community that's going to support you as an entrepreneur, um, because being in a co-working space like I got involved in startup weekends. I helped a company get off the ground. I met a lots of entrepreneurs. And so I learned a lot by going to a startup weekend and helping another company get started. And I meeting all these entrepreneurs and supporting. And, you know, you know, when you talk to your family about your business and they're like, oh, okay, whatever. And, and but you talk to an entrepreneur and they're like, they understand what you're saying. Right. Um, right. And then find that community that you're going to support. So I, I have a review group that I run for free 
and that is the group that I support and is is my community. And then I'm you know I'm building the Women's Thriller Writers Association as a community as well. So mm-hmm. find your communities. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. So how can we help you? Who? Well, that's a good question. I'd say if you know someone who's a writer and is struggling or maybe is kind of disillusioned, have them check us out. We have a Facebook group that they could join for free um, and chat with us um, or be a member or, you know, tell, you know, they can be a member and, and join us in our chats on Zoom. Um, but send us writers who, who need some help. We're happy to help them. Okay. I would think that it would just be nice to have a support group, a support system to run ideas and questions, especially for first-time writers. Right. I could see that being very, very valuable. I mean, it's it sounds it, it's very similar to the entrepreneur entrepreneur path. Right. Think? I think I've been I've been very much inspired by entrepreneurship. Well, and my my short story-a-thon is really. I think I was inspired by a startup weekend, right? Because it's kind of what it's right. like. You come up with an idea on Friday night. You work on it like a like a dog on Saturday and Sunday, and you're <laughs> you're you're off and running on Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, it's a great concept. <laughs> I love it. So, what keeps you motivated? I think my readers. Motivation? What's that? Yeah, I said. Or what is your mo- motivation? Yeah, my readers. Do you have a dog over there? Are you Um, talking to? Oh, I'm sorry. It looked like you were petting a dog or something. No, 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 no. no. I actually had to scratch my leg. (laughs) Sorry. I have a uh, my dog comes up and bugs me every once in a while. I'm trying to ignore him. (laughs) Yeah, I have three of those, but um, Uh, they're not in in the room with me right now. No, that's right. No, Um, my leg was itching. (laughs) But, um, yeah, my motivation is, well, and when I first published my first novel, I, I got in this new program called Publishizer, where you sell your, the more books you sell, the more, the, the, the better publisher you get connected with. So it's like a, Mm. like a tender for, you know, authors and publishers. And so I had to sell a hundred books before they even existed. So, I had a hundred people buy books. Um, and, and then, so I was like a oh, crap, I guess I got to finish writing this thing. So now I've got followers and fans and they're like, when's the next book, which is actually book three comes out in 10 days. Yeah. So oh, that's um, exciting. What's the yeah. name? Uh, book three is called cast offs of the gods. Mm-hmm. So I've got toy, the gods, gamble, of the gods, and, and then book three cast offs of the gods. And, um, so yeah, my, my having readers is definitely my motivation. I have a sci-fi that I want to write, but it's like, I can't, I can't till I finish this series. So, uh, right. I have two How more books, gonna be I, in this, I was going to ask. Okay. Yeah. Two more in the series. <clears throat> yeah. Where can people find your books? So they can find them. Um, they can go to soniadoing.com to find my list of books, or they can go on any platform and search for my name 
and it's S-O-N-J-A, <laughs> D-E-W-I-N-G. Um, they, yeah, I'm on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and, um, yeah, oh, just nice. about any ebook platform they can find me. Okay. Um, so they're ebooks. Uh, and paperback. Done... They're, they're yeah, in all okay. the things. Yeah. Have you done the Audible? Not yet. I'm actually setting up a system. Um, I got a desk, I've got a microphone. And so I think in January, I'm going to start recording the books. Yeah. I, I listen to audible books quite often and I have noticed that like I was mentioning Mel Robbins, how I was listening to her book. I'm currently in the middle of her new book and she does her own audible versions and nice. there are a few other books that I've read that the author does the audible and it's fantastic because they you can hear their their inflections you can hear their passion and sometimes they talk off the cuff versus just reading the writing right yeah and I find it so much more mesmerizing or interesting <laughs> coming from the writer versus, you know, the basic general guy that, you know, does the, a lot of audible books. So right. I think it's fun. Well, my I only can't imagine. Is... I mean, these are like self-help books too. So they're ah. not like, they're not, they're like mental, like, not, I guess self-help, but they're like, encouraging motivating books so i can't imagine from a thriller standpoint how cool that would be the only problem is learning voices right so i gotta do if like i was thinking about doing my nonfiction first because i have a book on how to write a novel um that would be easier my thriller i've got like you know 10 characters and i've got to get a, a different slightly different voice to each one of them and i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then in my third book that i'm just about to publish there's a russian so i gotta figure out how to do a russian accent yeah, yeah. <laughs> can is it can people bring in different voices to read in those books like i don't i don't know i've never done a thriller audible like from an author i i've never heard of that is that possible I, yeah, I know other authors who do their own audiobooks for, for um, fiction. Um, it's just going to take some and practice, they bring in I think. Different they bring in different people, or would you do oh, each Oh, do they bring in different like, people? That yeah. I don't think so. I think they just do it, you know, if they're doing it themselves, they're just using, you know, um, yeah. a different inflection or a different way of speaking. Right. Um, I haven't heard an audiobook that has multiple actors. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if there's some type of piece that you can talk into that. <laughs> transmit like your, size transmit your, <laughs> that would be interesting. It transmits your voice differently for characters. There's got to be something out there. I didn't right? just think of that. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Oh, that's awesome. Well, it sounds like you have a lot of exciting things going on. I'm super happy for you. And I give you kudos for starting this in, in the, during the pandemic and having success and um, continuing to grow. And I'll certainly promote 
we will certainly promote um, your association and um, plot duckies, but also we'll promote your books. You know, like I'm certain, I know that you said it, you needed more people for your community or for your association, which is perfect. Um, I'm certain that it probably wouldn't hurt if you had more readers as well. Oh, so yeah. Books. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what yeah. I'm working on now, too, is um, promoting book one. Um, and then if people love it, hopefully they'll go on to read the other books. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think it's fantastic idea and i know that you you and i spoke before about different ways that you're working on the whole marketing that book so uh i'm excited to see that your success that's super cool and Thank i'm going to keep an eye out for uh your third book and then the two following how long does it typically take you to write a book so normally it takes me so normally in november i write the book that's a uh, national novel writing month Oh, um, okay. Yeah. And so basically I tell all my friends and family, don't expect to see me except for on Thanksgiving. Um, I won't go out on events. I, I basically stay home and write, or I go to the coffee shop a lot. Um, and then I spend the year editing because if you're writing a really, if you're writing really fast in a, in a month, it, it, you know, it's not a beautiful story. It's, it's usually kind of ugly, but you've got the words on paper. So I spend the year editing um, I'm going to try to write, because I have book four and five kind of in my head. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to try to write them both in November and then hopefully publish them in like, publish one in six months and publish the other in six months, just because I'm starting to get, I know all the things I need to do and I know all the steps. Um, this last one took me two years because when COVID hit, for like three months, I sat on the couch and watched TV and ordered take a delivery, you know, and um, yeah, it was bad. All that time I had on my hands and I watched Netflix the whole time. Um, you know what? It wasn't bad. Don't ever criticize yourself <laughs> for being in a strange situation right? in the world and not knowing how to deal. And if that's what you accomplished that day, it's perfectly fine. That's true. I, I totally agree with that. the rest of us that. were right there with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Yes. Um, yeah, it finally took me, it took me quite a few months to get out of that, right? I started taking mm -hmm. walks. I adopted a dog. Um, yeah, and then eventually um, got out of that funk and started back to editing. So uh, I'm just really, it's, this, this third book has been really exciting to write. And I'm really excited about books four and five. So I'm like, yes. <laughs> Yay. That's awesome. That's awesome. We're excited for you. So we will promote your stuff and we will uh, include some links to your books and to the associations in, um, in the notes below or, uh, and on our website. So if anyone's interested, follow her, follow Sonia doing and, if anyone's interested in writing fiction books, connect with Sonia because she's fantastic. She's a fantastic resource for you. So we're so grateful that you joined us today and thank you for sharing your story. And we look forward to so much success. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> thank you for listening to The Wild Feather. Be authentic, be limitless, and love yourself. Love yourself.